This week on Slasher Movie Podcast Now, we're going to be talking about The Burning from 1981. We're also going to be doing a bunch of hacky Seinfeld jokes, I imagine. Apologies in advance, and we hope that doesn't curb your enthusiasm, but it's time for some fun in the sun, so don't forget your sunscreen and pack your puffy shirt, because we're headed to Camp Yada Yada. This is George Costanza Movie Podcast Now. Prepare yourselves as your two neurotic hosts, Michael Yada Yada Benton and Philip I Was in the Pool Shadburn, take you balls deep into the disordered mind of America's favorite nervous wreck, George Lewis Costanza. I'm Michael. I'm Philip. <laughs> you like the intro? Believe it or not, George is not here. No, he's not here. He's here in spirit. Yeah. You Who know. Who could it be? Do you think George is probably listening to us right now up there in heaven? Yeah. George Costanza's dead? I don't know. I just, we haven't heard from him in a while. Okay. You know, but no, I'm sure he's alive. Probably. You know, he's probably caught up in some sort of goofy scheme. Probably. <laughs> That was his thing. Yeah. You know, but do you think do you think he listens to this? He'll probably listen to this episode. I think, the, like all of the cast of Seinfeld, probably listens to us. I would imagine... Jerry, I like it. Yeah, and Elaine's like, don't stop it. And Kramer, ah, never mind. Yeah. What does she say? Stop it? Get out. Oh, that's right. So yeah. she's like, get in my earbuds. Yeah, exactly. Slasher movie podcast now. <laughs> she's yoked. Yeah, Kramer is dead. Kramer is dead. There's only so long you can be that man and not have yeah. some sort of uh, fatal accident. and mm-hmm. Slip on a banana peel. Which is what happened. He slipped on a banana peel and he was at the peak of a mountain and he slid for hours. And by the time he reached the summit... Or the bottom of the mountain, or whatever that's called. He was dead. He was he's, he was gone. Hey, the summit's gone. the top. Yeah, that's why I corrected Phil. Oh, okay. good point. Okay, well, so what's you know, the I'm bottom? Climber, what's the so. bottom besides you? Uh, <laughs> uh, the bottom of the mountain. At the bottom of the mountain, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, by the way, I'm Michael. I'm Philip, <laughs> and we are George Costanza fans. George. George Costanza podcast now. George Costanza movie podcast now. Okay, this yeah. is this is this is about the movies, my friend. But uh, I love Seinfeld yeah. personally. I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite episode? Uh, my favorite episode. It, it it has to be the one where Kramer goes to like Los Angeles and they think he's like. That's a three parter. I, yeah, yeah. I think it's a three parter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it turns out the killer was a. Uh, uh, the good tipper killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or some, yeah, yeah. Or something, yeah. My favorite episode of Seinfeld. Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Yeah. How could he not be? He's <laughs> yeah. a fucking, you know, I love that How man. could he not be a serial killer? But he's had a very unfortunate punum. Yeah. Um, my favorite Seinfeld episode ever would probably be... I... Probably the Who Shot Jr. episode. Okay, that's yeah. the one. That just the cliffhanger there fucked me up for the whole summer. I didn't know what. To, I'm just sitting there. It was just, Maggie Simpson. It was Maggie Simpson the entire time yeah. who did it. Yeah, and she did it in the library with a candlestick. It's just, <laughs> it's a fucking sick movie, man. Yeah, George Costanza. George Costanza. That just oh, you know, it'd be the best thing ever. What? It's just a big, just a 
big hug from George. Yeah. Like every day you come home. It's like a warm fellow. That's what I mean. Every day when you come home from work and when you go to work, first thing in the morning, last thing you experience before you go to bed is George Cassandra just climbs on top of you in bed (laughs) and he just hugs you to sleep or he just hugs you awake, you know? (laughs) And those eight (laughs) hours that you're asleep, you have no idea what's going on. He doesn't leave, so he's probably sitting in his underwear watching TV. Uh, what about a George Costanza? Uh, George Costanza. Uh, what's that thing like? They hope she sleep. It's like, like it'll play like rain or different things. To oh, a George like, Costanza, like noise, noise, like a white kinda, noise yeah. maker. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, just like a little box next to you that just, I was in the pool. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just all his like his rantings from the show. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. You just go to bed to that. Yeah. And you'll wake up, feel like a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just wake up, you're like, I have like a piece of shit today. <laughs> like a piece of shit. get any sleep. I hear this, this fucking George Costanza talk all night. Hey, don't you? Hey, this is George Costanza movie podcast. Oh, I love George Costanza. We all do. We all do. We should make a cologne like Kramer did with the beach, right? <laughs> but it just smells like George Costanza, bro. How great would that be? Hey, what do you think he'd smell like? Like oh, mm. Old Spice and a little bit of B.O. because he's fat? I wouldn't say he's fat. I'd say he's lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not Newman fat. No, he's not He's not Newman fat. Like, you, you need well, to... Well, Newman lost all the weight. Okay. Newman lost all the weight in a bet with Kramer, you know... In the interim between the show and now, yeah, he lost. He lost. I don't think Wayne Knight has ever been skinny. I don't know. Do you need him to be? No. Don't you just love him anyways? When you just love to Stop just body shaming, you get hugged to sleep by George Costanza. Yeah. You get hugged awake by Wayne Knight. How great would that be? A nightmare. It'd be a Wayne nightmare. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you weren't trying to do that? No, I wasn't. <laughs> it's funny when puns present themselves. Mm, mm, uh-huh. mm, yeah. Phil. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, Phil is the leader of the George Costanza fan club. They're called the George Costanza stands. <laughs> Wait, the George Costanzas. Because you guys ah, are stands of him. Yeah. God, that would have been fucking funnier. Fuck! Well, yeah. Oh, I'm so insecure. You, you just get uh, stuck in your head and you feel like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody thinks you suck because you fucked up with your George Costanza pun. Don't you fucking hate that, dude? Fuck. I feel so stupid right now. It's okay. I feel embarrassed. No, it's not okay. Just start flipping shit over and I'm like, <laughs> all right. But yeah, Phil's the... uh, Let me just finish my hacky joke I fucked up. (sighs) Phil is the leader of the George Costanza's fan club, and Phil, correct me if I'm wrong, but their aim is to establish an anarcho-libertarian city-state in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was Um, I when I wrote this. I just use that name to throw the government off. Because you don't want them catching wind. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Even if it's fucking stinky back boy pussy wind. Hell yeah. (laughs) That's what Phil calls farts. Uh, (laughs) Calls back boy pussy farts. Back pussy wind. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, being thirty three and just feeling really adult, you know. Yeah, feeling yeah, grown yeah. up and just don't not, feel fifteen at all. No, I'm not making stupid jokes anymore. It's like it's amazing how it just kind of ha- creeps up on you, huh? Yeah, huh. I think the only thing that changes is income. Hopefully, uh, yeah, yeah, I've definitely yeah, income. What a nasty word. You ever trip out on that? It's like it's that's like now. it's like the word tells you to like get in a bucket of cum. That's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think that's nasty, Phil? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too, so don't worry. Okay. okay? You're not alone in this, Phil. And you're okay. not alone out there, listener. <laughs> We're gonna get you out of that bucket. <laughs> Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket. Okay. Phil, I think it's time for our new segment. Uh-huh. I'm really excited about this. Uh George Costanz, huh? Facts okay. about our dear leader, George Costanza. Are you ready for it? Gotcha. Got some That's Costanza it. facts coming right at ya. Coming right at ya. George was the assistant to the traveling secretary for the New York Yankees. I think he should have been promoted personally. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that, Phil? I, I think so. Yeah. That's a pretty good fact. Yeah. We hear another one? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> he was a hand model and was told he had the best hands in the business. Talk <laughs> about a hand job, huh, Phil? Uh huh. <laughs> That's a fun fact. See, you're not the only one who can do facts. Okay. I'm not trying to steal your job. This is yeah. just for the, the this lame bit that okay, keeps going. Okay. And then we, it'll stop worried. in a second. Don't worry. It's okay, like you son of a bitch. But I do have another fact if you want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> George also had a brief acting career in his younger days, starring in a melodrama about an immigrant family being hounded by ICE agents, coneheads. Oh, <laughs> and he also got his acting debut in today's film, The Burning, released in 1981, Year of Our Lord. Phil, what the fuck's the plot? Let me grab my notes. Take your time, Stinky. Stinky's going to take his time. my cigarette. Stinky's going to take his time. Harvey Weinstein copies Friday the 13th and doesn't do a bad job at it. So let's redo that so that we're not paying Harvey Weinstein a compliment. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, so let's redo that. Okay. Uh, gross, nasty sex predator Harvey Weinstein copies yes. Friday the 13th. Does he do a bad job or does he do a good job? Who knows? I don't think it was up to that man, that monster. I think the people, the, the other people did job a good of the job. Hut. <laughs> He's a big boy. Yeah. He's a big boy who uh, is, uh, I guess, in prison for a very long time, and apparently he's not doing too well. Aww, oh, baby. Yeah, Aww. I saw he's sharing a, a cell with the, He's sharing a cell with the guy with the, the bullhorns from the insurrection. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him, like, I remember seeing him on, like, like, he was walking with those granny walkers, and I was like, good. He was doing that just to fucking get out of trouble. Yeah. That's a fucking, that's an act. I do that shit every time I have to, you know, go to work. I come <laughs> in with Granny Walker. I don't think I can do it. My hips are bad. Yeah, and the guy kicks it out from under me. Yeah. You got the fuck to work. This is weird. You'll crawl to work. <laughs> every day with this. <laughs> 
What was the budget? $1.5 million. That's cheap. That's cheap. And can I guess? How much it made? How much it made? Sure. Made for $1.5 million, $1.6 million? At that point, you're looking at some heavy profits. No? Lower. Are you serious? Yeah. Did this lost money? It made 707000 and some odd hundreds. Are there. you serious? Yeah, it didn't, it, it didn't uh, at least make its money back. That's astounding to me because this is not a bad movie. No, it's a great movie. It's well I, now it's a cult classic, you know. I had never seen it before last night and I sat down to watch it and I was like, I actually I mean this one unlike Transylvania 65000 and a couple others. I went into this expecting at least somewhat just by the numbers good kind of yeah. slasher gore and stuff like that. And it absolutely does that, but it also kind of exceeds it a few times, man. The mm-hmm. scores kind of we'll get into well, it, but uh, uh, yeah. It's pretty fucking impressive, man. I actually uh, really yeah, enjoyed oh, it. Oh, yeah. But it made no money, and it went no. on to be something. That happens all the time, though. But, I mean, I guess because of its, like, similarity, uh, similarities to Friday the 13th. Because I guess, let's see, they came out, I guess, around next to each other. So Yeah, this followed by about a year and change because, mm-hmm. well, we'll get into that yeah. here in a second. But uh, today's film was suggested to us by Adam from Los Angeles, California. He was like, could you dudes do the burning bra? Yeah. And I was like, sure. And he was like, well. The burning bra. The burning bra. It was during the feminist movement. Absolutely. They Burn every undergarment, I say. I say burn it all. Burn the overgarments? Yeah, just, let's just walk around naked. How yeah. great would that be, dude? You like walk Adam around. and Eve. That's what I'm talking about. Before they started ascending, they were walking mm. around with their big-ass dicks and uh, JJs, just walking around, just getting her done, dude. They were fucking boss like that. And here we are walking around, oh, look at my cool new jeans. Yeah. Fuck that. Let me see what you're packing, bro. I'm not a jeans wearer. You're wearing jeans right now. I mean, sweatpants. Yeah. I think you should upgrade to jeans. That's how bad you look. I went to the gym, and then I just didn't change. You went to the jungle gym, and you're supposed to stay 100 yards from there. You know that. (laughs) Yeah, so Adam, look, we did the movie. Here's us discussing it right now, and let's see where this goes. If you would like to submit a movie for us to discuss in the coming weeks, just email it to us at slasherpod at gmail.com. Okay, Phil. The background of this movie, yowzers. Mm Mm-hmm. This is one of those ones where I was like, hey, this will be fun, and, it, it, and it's fun. The movie's yeah. great, okay? And there's a lot of great people who worked on this. But there's a couple of not so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, during production. Yeah, and, and and we'll get to that later. Yeah. I'm sure that's some factoids. I have a whole... Is that factoids? Sheet about, it's not factoids. Oh, it's just stuff to talk about? Yeah. Okay, well, let me let me start into this and jump in when, it's, when you think that it's relevant. Gotcha. Okay. So, I want to... S- I did not realize how much Harvey Weinstein's fat ass, mm-hmm. rapey fat ass, yeah, was involved in this fucking movie, man. Yeah, I had he, no idea. He wrote it. No, his brother Bob wrote okay. it. But he came. He created the idea, or at least it's credited to him. Created and produced by Harvey Weinstein. He. This was. This was. We'll get to that in a second. But first, let's talk about the legend of Cropsey. Yeah. I actually, there was a documentary in like 2009 
about this like killer that was killing like kids. Yeah, and they, and they think they tried to turn it back into he's probably Cropsey. Um, Some guy in upstate New York. Yeah, it was um, like like he was killing like mentally handicapped kids was like his thing. It was weird. Ugh. Yeah, it was a very dark documentary. Yeah, I would imagine it was. <laughs> it was light and springy. Yeah. So this is an urban legend based uh, pretty much just in the state of New York. So like New York City, the boroughs, and upstate New York. Yeah. This is where that's from. And it's a basic story. A rich and powerful man sends his kids to summer camp where they die in a fire caused by an inattentive camp counselor. The rich man named Cropsey goes insane and stalks the woods of New York, killing camp counselors in revenge for the deaths of his children. Right? And the main point of it is it's it's a lot of times kids from New York go to from New York. Yeah. Right? When they get done with the hustle and bustle, hey, I'm New Yorkin over here. Yeah. Right? And they go up to we do a lot of Italian like New yeah. York accents. Yeah. It's the only one that we know. <laughs> and it's the only one that's just not a like a, a gamble as to ha- like <laughs> whether or not you're gonna get in trouble for it. Like, yeah. You do the hey, I'm a loud Italian from some sort of city exactly. up north, right? But basically, they would when they went to summer camp, and a lot of times the summer camps were out in the country, right? Like Westchester and further upstate New York. And the reason yeah. for that was to, to sort of get them out of the city and just experience nature. Mm-hmm. But it's really so mom and dad can fucking fork. Yeah, so they can fucking do fork a bunch each of other. Do a bunch of blow. At, uh, at, um, uh, what was that club called? CBGB's? No, not CBGB's. 54. 54, Studio yeah. 54. Yeah. And they're just, you know, fucking dancing to, you know. Mike Myers is there. Mike Myers is there. He's like, yeah, baby. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'm he? a horny weirdo. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. And they're just sucking and fucking everything. <laughs> okay, they're like, that's yeah. what they did. Meanwhile, their dumbass kids are up at camp, you know, uh, Chicopee. But yeah, basically, that's the, uh, that's the Cropsy myth, uh, plain and simple. And clearly they ripped that off for Friday the 13th. Mm. They directly yeah. uh, uh, pull from it for this movie. Oh, yeah. They call well, the the bad the bad guy's name is Cropsy. And we're going to get into this later. Is Cropsy really a bad guy if you think about it? Yeah, he was. <laughs> they fu- Look, we'll get into it. Yeah. So, okay. So, Bob and Harvey Weinstein, right? Brothers, grew mm-hmm. up in New York. And they grew up hearing the Cropsy myth, right? Mm-hmm. Or folk tale. So it was the late 70s and Harvey Weinstein and his brother Bob, uh, but, but, you know, former producers and one of them turned convicted uh, rapist, serial rapist. uh, They were wannabe movie producers, right? They just wanted to be movie producers, but they couldn't find a way to break in. The slasher genre is kicking off, right? They saw the films like uh, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and they came up with a retelling of The Legend of Cropsey. Get this. He had a treatment, a five-page treatment for this typed up before Friday the 13th even came out, before he was even aware of it. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. So... Sean S. Cunningham totally scooped them first, uh, so the burning will always be looked at as a ripoff, but it's not. Technically, it's not. Like, it's always going to be tainted by the fact that Harvey Weinstein produced it. Yeah, of The fact course. that we, we have to keep talking about it during this episode. Everything Miramax. Everything Miramax and yeah. the Weinstein company after yeah. that, it's done. Weinstein. It's done. Yeah. But uh, the screenplay was written by Peter Lawrence and Harvey's brother, Bob. 
Uh, and this film marks the screen debuts of Jason Alexander, Fisher Stevens, or as Phil calls him, Stephen Fisher, and Holly Hunter. Mm-hmm. Who is from our neck of the woods. Who? Uh, Holly Hunter's from Conyers, Georgia. She's from Conyers? Yeah. It, it surprised me when I went on, like, when I was doing uh, the research, I was like, huh, wow. Uh, if, you, if you're not from uh, Atlanta, Conyers is, picture that really shitty town outside of your town. That's Conyers. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually most. Any other town. I was going to say, like, any other town outside of Atlanta and Georgia. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty poopy. Yeah. <laughs> and the people who live there are just as poopy. Yeah, we're all poopy people. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, people in Atlanta, like myself, we're really intelligent. Mm-hmm. We vote correctly. You know, yeah. we're just the best and we're the most moral and amazing. Whereas, like, you know, in intelligent, we all went to college, we read a million books a day and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I drive up here and you people are just like eating off the fucking filthy floor and you're like Uh, just with your butt crack showing i was gonna say unwashed uh, matted greasy it's overalls but only one One of the straps the other one's just revealing tit yeah the other one's revealing your pierced teddy yeah (laughs) with the chain you guys are always just like kind of just like fiddling with your nuts and just staring off and giggling (laughs) (laughs) yeah I got to paint you some balls. <laughs> With our one tooth. With your one tooth that you all share. Yeah. You all share. The whole town shares this one tooth you found. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you don't know what to do with it. Y'all eat applesauce. Just found some guy's tooth. You ripped it out of his head. He was an out-of-towner from Buckhead. Uh, he drove up. And you're like, oh, we got a book man here. Uh, hello, book uh, man. Hello, fancy book man. <laughs> <laughs> fancy book man. Fancy book man. It's a redneck. It's a redneck who comes up with a fucking comic book. And his superhero, his villain, his His villain is Fancy Book Man, and the hero is whatever that guy's name is. (laughs) Earl. Yeah, but drawn with like like giant muscles he does not have, and just a huge 13-inch dick imprint on his (laughs) pants. That he does not have. (laughs) That he does not have. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Oh, the burning. <laughs> Let's get back to the it. burning um, fancy book, man. I know. I do love this character. I love him. He just shows up and he's like, hmm. What was the name of the superhero? Earl? Earl. Yeah. yeah he shows up and he's like, ooh, Earl. <laughs> Super gay. Yeah. <laughs> like what he thinks is gay. It's like the Riddler. Right. And Earl's just like, he's a good man. You know what I mean? He's out there. He's just shooting the government and stuff yeah. and being celebrated by everybody. Wearing a <laughs> buffalo pelt. <laughs> yeah. He's got American flag boots, American flag fucking hunting gloves. He's got an American flag embroidered fucking patch. Uh, you know? His whole back is covered in the American flag. Yeah. These colors don't run underneath and in fucking Braille. <laughs> He's that it's guy in that's never been in the army, but he just gets he, he He's just, seen he, in the army now twenty yeah, times in a row, a bro. He gets like, a big oh. boner. Yeah. 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 This character's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You know, every, he killed Bin Laden. He found him hiding in a hole, and he just stuffed his big. He only old, listens to Ted Nugent. He stuffed his big old wiener into the dude's fucking brain. Yeah, right? like, take that, terrorism. <laughs> that was issue one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the first issue of Superman, it's him lifting the car over his head. I guess. Yeah, but the first issue of this of of, of Earl <laughs> is that Sim skull fucking Bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> 
violently, graphically, Good. too. Yeah. Yeah, that's one where I'm with Earl on that one. Yeah. But now it's just gotten down to like, you know, college professors with blue ponytails and shit. <laughs> it's like, chill out, Earl. And Fancy Bookman. Yeah. Fancy Bookman always shows up. He's the Joker of the yeah. series. Okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he's drawn to look exactly like he's drawn to look exactly like Tom Hanks. Right? You know, and he's just got tattoos that say like "I eat cocks" and yeah. stuff all over. I him. eat babies. Yeah, I yeah, exactly. I eat white people's brains across yeah. his neck. You know, <laughs> it just says Marxist. Yeah. <laughs> it says Lenin, but it's misspelled. Like it's it's spelled it's like John, spelled Lennon. John Lennon. Yeah. yeah. In all capitals, yeah. That's exactly. the only way that they know, like how to write or like type things, and it's all spelled wrong. I want this comic book, but you know what? I also want to do. I want to. I want to talk about the burning. What do you say? Let's talk about. Let's the get burning. into this movie. But first, let's pay the bills and do an ad, and we'll be right back. Hey, people, we thought we'd take a quick break to tell you about uh, Buzzsprout. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple's podcast and spotify google podcast and more within minutes of finishing your recording podcasting isn't hard join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using budsprout budsprout not budsprout but you can try budsprout but you're gonna get buzzsprout that's the one to use to get their message out to the world and you should do that too let's create something great but let's do it together okay we stop fighting yeah let's get back to the show huh phil yes do it well then, humble listener, it is the moment for your genuflection into slime, for it is dissection time! There you go. Thank you. Thank you. So this movie opens up with a bunch of teenage camp counselors, and they're bored, they're hanging out, and they're like, hey, you know what would be funny? Let's set the groundskeeper on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, pretty much, that's exactly how this opens. Yeah, less... Yeah, let's go bother the alcoholic janitor. Janitor. Let's go. Let's go burn him. Oh, that's the worst, bro. <laughs> yeah. And they go and they With their they, meatball skull. <laughs> they, yeah, that was a weird looking skull that they had constructed, and it has just a couple of measly little candle candles on top, but. But Cropsy, Cropsy, the janitor, freaks out so badly that. He just, I and you know how crops he is. Before he goes yeah. to bed, he he covers himself with a thin coat of of lacquer, gasoline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it helps him sleep and get and catch a nice buzz. Let's be honest. And he wakes up, he sees this. What the fuck? Right, and then before you know it, tips over like a kerosene. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's just engulfed in flames. Yeah, he's engulfed in flames. Yeah. <laughs> just completely Awful. and they're all like oh shit shit just run away yeah he's like <laughs> yeah exactly he's like squee what were you thinking man i don't know man let's go <laughs> him and boomer just running off ah, yeah boomer so squee shmee was there yeah and so was brett kavanaugh okay yeah <laughs> We keep doing those stupid squee jokes. Squee. <laughs> they're getting popular again, actually, I heard. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're <laughs> cool. <laughs> Be a smart ass. Okay. Be an ass who's smart. 
Okay. Be a smart booty. Smart donkey. Smart donker. Smart donker. Donkey. You remember being a rambunctious teen, Phil? Yeah. Like, remember the time, like, you and me got into some crazy shit when we were teenagers. You remember that time we blew up the World Trade Center? Yeah. And we blamed Iraq? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> we used to get crunk back in the early... Out of the Afghanistan. I was saying, in the early aughts, dude, we got fucking gnarly, man. Like, that's how we play. I don't know about you new kids, these Zoomers out there, but when we were kids... Okay. <laughs> Oh man, the theme song for this is fucking Both, bitch. Yeah. Which is um the guy who did the music was Rick Wakeman, the keyboardist from Yes. Yeah, that's how it goes boner of a lonely fart. <laughs> Move yourself. Boner of a It's like one band I don't fart. like is Yes. Oh, so you said no. Yeah, I said no to Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I just, he had like an annoying voice. No, I get it, man. I get it, man. It's, it's like goblin almost. It really is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very giallo. Jailer. I really like this theme song. Yeah. It's good. It's, well, good. it's not iconic, Rick but... Rick Wakeman, I mean, he's a great keyboardist. Yeah, he was in. He was in. Yeah, yeah. He was in. Yeah, he was. He was in the. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that one song. I don't know. That's all I knew. It's all I knew. I never heard it. Uh, th- <laughs> think it was called Maps. Maps. Let's try it out. Maps by the Yeah Yes. The yada yada yadas. No, sir. The <laughs> yeah yeah. That would be in theme with this. That's funny. You're funny. Yeah. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Let's try it out. That's it. I really do like 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 a lot of the underground kind of indie punky bands of the early 2000s. Yeah, they you did do. some really cool shit. Yeah. They did some really cool shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out on yeah. Apple Music. That's, That's pretty fucking fun, man. I like you know what? We'll link to it. <laughs> that song though was played like in every like 90s like oh yeah trailer. That shit was uh, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not all it's uh, yeah. No, know. it played in every single one. It played in the Hurricane. Mm-hmm. It played in uh, American Beauty. It played <laughs> everything, right? Lester Burnham's sick of being a little pussy. So now he's going to be a weird creepy adult who it turns out is actually the actor is a creepy adult also. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey. K-Pax. Yeah. K-Pax. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I never even saw that one. That's the one where he, like, I saw a scene where he, like, eats a banana without peeling it. That was K-Pax, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. That's awful. That's weird. Let's get back to this, okay? So they burn Cropsy the fuck up. He goes to the hospital for five years, and then they're just like, hey, there's nothing we can do about this, and we don't want to, so bye, boy. Right? Yeah. They're all Beyonce to his ass. Right? And they kick that man to the curb just like Kim Kardashian just did to K-West. To Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Kicked him the fuck out. That's what they do to Cropsy. The yeah. hospital, our healthcare system... It's like, uh, we can't do anything else. Yeah, it's just like, well, we could. I just don't want to. Bye. Yeah. Bye, poor man. Goodbye, so, person with no yeah. money who's the burnt janitor. Bye. Bye, burnt janitor. Yeah, bye, burnt janitor. See you later, burnt janitor. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Cropsy is walking the streets of Manhattan, which, again, for slasher movies, that is always enjoyable to say, is is. Look, 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 look. Friday the 13th got there first. 
But Cropsey took Manhattan way yeah. before Jason. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, that prostitute kill is gruesome shit, dude. Yeah, I know. It's gruesome. The scissors she, through it, the... Yeah, like, she's like, hey, dollface, you want to make fuck? And she's like, oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. she sees his face. Yeah, oh, wait, it's like, but I have money. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. He's like, please. So ugly a hooker won't even... That, yeah, but we'll find out. Cropsey is, like, like really not a looker. Yeah. <laughs> like, very not a looker Very at not, all. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, man. That's such a gruesome kill, though. Yeah. When, like, he gets the fucking scissors up through. God, that's so gruesome. Uh, summer camp. Uh, now, the first summer camp you see is Camp Blackfoot, and this one. Camp Blackfoot, which of course was named after the same ailment Mr. Deeds suffers from. <laughs> and uh, it's then named Stonewater. Yeah. Is the new camp across the lake. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So what do you think of Cropsey's weapon of choice? The scissors? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm t- the well the, the shears. The I shears, mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's original, I can tell you that. It is. Um what's cool is that character Cropsey uh there was a game for the PlayStation 1 called Clock Tower that it was like kind of like Resident Evil yeah right but you but it was like this killer with like big scissors or or shears that like he would chase you and it was the kind of game where like you didn't get a gun, so you had to like throw shit at him to like slow him down and like leave the room. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's cool. So it's kind of similar though. And yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That that's who they kind of made their character from. They're pretty cool weapon of choice. I do think are the shears. It could have been something fucking stupid or lame, like a butter knife or a, or spoons. A butter knife. What if it was spoons? Like, actually, that's what Chris Cornell was talking about when he wrote Spoon Man. Yeah, Spoon Man. Yeah, he's going to kill your family if he can. Yeah. It's not sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you know. Jason Alexander with hair. Yeah. Is crazy to me. It's, like, even when he gets like in. I, the- like, I, I always thought he just, like, he had that. I thought he was born like that, yeah, and stayed like, like that. Like Hulk Hogan, yeah. I think he, I thought like I just always pictured him like George, like Jason Alexander as a twelve-year-old, bald, <laughs> and then to see him full head of hair, looking like like he's in his mid thirties, yeah, right, just looking absolutely. Yeah, an adult. I think in the movie he's he's supposed to be like what like early twenties. He was actually. Yeah, but he looks 35. He looks 35 or 40, like he's a divorcee. Yeah. Like he really does. But there's almost a good looking quality about him because he's also kind of, he's skinnier. Yeah, he's, he's. He's not pudgy. Yeah, like, like he's got that like slightly chubby, but I lift weights. Yeah. Kind of look, yeah. I mean, he probably did at the time. Like he's looking actually really yeah. good. He's looking. He's, he was, he was, he was kind of handsome. Looking snackable. Looking snackable. Yeah. You know, and then he's got his creepy, rapey friend, Eddie. Yeah. Right? All the guys at this Who camp. Who was in The Sopranos. Season one, it was the uh, the Jewish guy that owned, like, the whorehouse kind of place. Really? The guy yeah. who owned the brothel? Yeah. That, yeah. And he, like, ran a motel or something. Mm-hmm. Where they were doing like credit card schemes and stuff. Yeah, and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I remember that episode where Tony comes in. He's like, you know, I got a question. Are you in that movie, The Burning? He's like, no, that's not me, man. No, that's not me. That's not me. Let's uh, 
let's not talk about this, okay? Yeah. Like, you really look like Eddie, the rapey friend who's very Weinstein-esque. Yeah. You know, I think, to be honest, I think you owe the uh, ladies on that set an apology. <laughs> It'd be a shame. It'd if... be a shame if, you know, I fucked you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. You don't want it. Let's not do this. And the guy's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> It's a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> Glazer is hilarious. I fucking yeah. loved Glazer. Just big blonde dumbass. Yeah. But like, hey, you fuck, I'm gonna well, fucking beat your ass, man. He was very Aryan looking, but they're like, we want you to sound Italian. No, there's blonde like Italians. A no, well, actually, North Italy is just south of the Swiss Alps. Yeah, okay. Italy runs into, there's the Italian Alps as well. So yeah. There actually is a lot of blonde I people. just think of the southern ones. And the Sicilians and stuff like that. Well, guess yeah. what? You're wrong, my friend. I'm sorry. You're fucking wrong. You're dead wrong. I ain't never been so fucking upset in my life, my friend. Well, yeah, I mean, there was, um, in The Sopranos, there was Ralph. There was, well, that was a wig. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a wig. Yeah, through that season, I was like, "Did when did Joey Pants have fucking hair? Why do you call him Joey Pants? What's that from? He's always been called Joey Pants. Has he really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, Joey Pants. Joey Pants. It's just easier to say. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Pantaleano. Pantaleano, yeah. Pantaleano. But Joey Pants, yeah. So at first, I got, I got I, this is just a window into how my gay brain works. At first, I was like, who's the twink? And then it hit me. That's Fisher Stevens. Stevens. Funny thing is, I corrected myself after the Chopping Mall episode where I... You called him Stephen Fisher. Several times. And... But afterwards, I thought... No, it, it is Stephen Fisher from short circuit no his name is fisher stevens yeah fisher stevens but yeah you're still getting his name wrong what's happening right now what fisher are you stevens yeah you just said stephen fisher again i know fisher stevens there's one actor and that actor's name is fisher stevens fisher stevens yeah yeah okay what i'm saying is I was right that he was in short circuit as the Indian guy, but for some reason I thought I was wrong, and I, th I thought the guy, who uh, what the fuck's his name? He he played Balky. I thought it was that guy, Bronson Pinchot. Yeah, I thought it was Bronson <laughs> Pinchot, and then I go back and go, no, I was right. I was just very yeah. unsure and confused. And you also had the name wrong. Yeah, and you also had the name wrong. Fisher Stevens. Well, look, I'll, I'll give you a stupid thing that I, I've gotten wrong before about a celebrity's name, and it literally is Bronson Pinchot. Mm -hmm. There's a dog named... A, named a, a, Bichu. A Bichon Frise. Yeah. A Bichon Frise. And I thought it was... And I, I'm not reading the words. I just heard that name once for <laughs> those little puffy white dogs, and I thought yeah. they were called Bronson Pinchos. Yeah, I got a Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I honestly did, and I know that actor's name, too, because yeah. I grew up watching Perfect Strangers on... Uh, you know, TGIF. Yeah. So I'm stupid. <laughs> I'll give you another one. I was at a red light the other day mm -hmm. and I was looking at this building and I kept staring at the sign of this building and I was sitting there going, Tin Ting. Wow, like a Thai restaurant. Tin Ting. Tin -ting. And then it hit me. 
It's tinting. They do window tinting there. Oh. I'm a fucking idiot. God. I was sitting there for, I know. I, and there's no space on that sign yeah. that would make you think that. It's literally just says the word tinting. But I was sitting there, tinting. Mm. Wow, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, that's a tinting. No, right? it's they tinting. Tint, they tint car windows there, yeah, you yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, right in if you ever have that. You ever trip out on words? <laughs> uh, so Costanza is like the cool dude in this. Yeah. And right? he sells rubbers, and he's just like, you know, he's like, hey, everybody. He's like the smooth-talking cool dude. This is so weird that he's this, because... And it's not look, he he's great in it, okay? He is yeah, he's a yeah, great yeah. actor. But I'm so used to chubby, paunchy, nervy, bald as fuck Jason Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't buy him in this. Yeah. Even though he did this first and he's great in it. He's doing the part of being the the fast talking New York mm-hmm. kid who's, you know, fun and he's got a group of kind of a smart ass. Kind of a smart ass, yeah. you know, but he's also kind of the cool dude. And the, some of the girls are even like kind of ooh about him and stuff. Yeah. Like it's really interesting, but mm-hmm. I just know. You know, I just know. I don't have a small penis. I was yeah. in a quarry I was in the pool. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm used to. <laughs> it's so strange to see him in this. It really is. But he's great in it. He is really good. Yeah. In it. I'd have to say, like, out of like all the characters, he is like my favorite. Uh, I mean, I yeah, but don't you just want him to be anyways? Because he's fucking Jason it's Alexander. George, yeah, yeah like why say, wouldn't George you? Costanza. Of course, uh, Fisher Stevens. Is he's great in it too? I'm not a like Fisher Stevens fanboy. <laughs> is anybody? Is, is there? I was gonna say, is there a Fisher Stevens? <laughs> he's uh, like my wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> like I guess. I remember the last time I saw him was on an episode of It's Always Sunny. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> he orders what like? Well, he's a uh, he's a uh, no. Don't do that. Yeah. He's okay. a uh, he's a restaurant a critic restaurant that they critic. kidnap because he. <laughs> Gave them a negative review, and they yeah. just like fucking yell at him and, him <laughs> yeah. and threaten to murder him and <laughs> shit. Him tied up and yeah. shit in like the funny. boiler room. I'm sure he's still in stuff, but the other thing about Fisher Stevens is he should go more of the like a hybrid between a really neurotic character actor and like a Harry Dean Stanton because he's very weird looking now. He's yeah. very characteristic. Mm-hmm. You know, he can play CD very well. He's done that a bunch. Yeah. Fast talking CD guy. Like it, yes, Phil, like in the Mario Brothers movie. Okay, yeah. I, I was knew thinking you were like say it. he was in that. That movie's like all they did was put the Mario Brothers. They just titled it that. Has nothing like, it's to do nothing with nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with Super Dennis Mario. Dennis Hopper is like some dinosaur monster man. I say, man, I really enjoy this movie. This I do was too. this is really good. I know I've said that several times. I, I watched know it. it three times in a span of like twenty four hours. I guess. Wow, twenty four hours of a, of a, the burning story. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's going to be next Christmas. People are like, what the fuck? Oh <laughs> uh, man, that canoe trip. It's summer camp, right? So they're all like, they're going on the canoe and they're like splashing each other with water and shooting people in the butt cheeks yeah. with like little BB pellet guns. guns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the canoe trip is one of those things that Phil and I, and I'm again, I'm just going to tell them, Phil and I do that actually, where mm-hmm. Philip sits up front paddling and I sit in the back complaining like Miss Peggy yeah. with my 600 pound ass. Yeah. And Kermit, it's too hot out here. Well, you chose, <laughs> yeah, you, and you chose my... to go canoeing in 98 degree weather. <laughs> 
Shut up, frog! <laughs> yeah. I'm just like fanning myself. <laughs> I fucking love the Muppets so much. Yeah. Oh, oh, Phil, by the way, Boobo Alert! Boobos. Boobos. Boobo Alert. Boobo Alert. Boobo Alert. Boobo Alert. Boobo Alert. Scanning. Boobos. <laughs> Scanning boobos. It's like the Terminator. The boobinator. <laughs> the boobinator. He comes in, give me your tits. Yeah. <laughs> give me your bra. <laughs> give me your bra. And then he puts it on. Yeah. <laughs> this I, looks nice. This Thank looks you. <laughs> just walks off. She's like, I am so fucking confused right now. <laughs> yeah, and uncomfortable and scared. <laughs> yeah. This hulking <laughs> robot. robot man. Just, I this thought he was going to kill me, but apparently he just naked, wanted my bra. This naked robot man just yeah. came in with the dumbest accent I've ever heard <laughs> and said, give me your bra. <laughs> and took it, and it's a really nice bra. I understand why he likes it. It's just that... Now I'm uh, now my boobos around. Now I am complete. <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Yeah. The boobinator. The boobinator. Oh, I'd love that, dude. You know, just he just does does a great post about it on Twitter. Goes viral. <laughs> you know, people just love him now. Oh God, man. But yeah, boobos abound, boy. <laughs> well, you have to. That's like a slasher thing. You gotta have boobs. Eddie is legit a piece of shit, right? Very much like the producer. Mm. He's just very just like, hey, I'm fucking going to make you fuck me. I'm fucking piece of shit here. And everybody in the movie, it's almost like how the film industry worked pre-Me Too. Mm. Probably still now. Nobody knows about it yet. Yeah. Is everybody in the camp is looking at Eddie, right? The woman is good. The, the, the other, the girl camp counselor, I forget her name. She's going to the, the you know the people in charge she's like hey this guy really scares me yeah right and they're like he's just being nice yeah, he's just being a man he's being a man that's how we all like boys and, they, boys. and they go yeah, to him and they're like hey you know eddie calm it down you know and he's like i'm not gonna calm it down and they go oh eddie yeah and yeah, they just yeah, let yeah, it yeah. happen it's mm-hmm. fucking gross oh fuck yeah karen getting her throat slit mm-hmm. i was like what the fuck or were you like, what the fuck? I was sitting there alone in the dark, and I was just like, when she got her throat set, I was like, what the fuck? Which one was Karen? She's the one that Eddie's creeping on, and then okay, they have the yeah, skinny yeah, yeah, dipping yeah, yeah. scene. That's where you right see some boobos. Right after the lake scene. That's where you see the boobos. That's the boobo alert, where you see Karen, okay? And then he's like, well, fine, then don't fuck me. And she's yeah. like, I'm not gonna. You're creepy and gross. You're creepy. Yeah. She walks off. And then Cropsey just fucking yep. gets her right in the fucking neck. Now let's talk about the actual yeah. canoe scene uh-huh. where they come up on that canoe and it's just kind of turned sideways. They can't mm-hmm. find Karen. They're like, all the canoes are gone. Mm-hmm. And then they build a raft so they can get out of there. And they see a canoe just kind of tipped over on its side. And they're like, hey, let's go investigate that. Because why wouldn't you? You don't yeah. think, it's like, not every day of your life you're thinking, Cropsy, the burn man, is going to come jumping out and fucking slash exactly. everybody. He does. He's like fucking some, on some Jet Li shit in that Holy, scene, dude. Yeah, he kills like, what, four or five people? And are getting a fast clip, yeah. too. Um, Except I will say, you don't see Steve, uh, Fisher Stevens die. You just see his fingers get cut off. Or did you see him die? In I a think quick he shot slashed after? his throat, too. Did he? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Um, I'm sure. Because Eddie definitely gets throat gutted. Yeah, and the scene where it shows like his head and I guess like the prosthetic neck. Yeah. It looked like they just like cut a hole like in the raft and just... Okay, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. 
I love Tom Savini. Tom yeah, Savini worked but on that this. looks bad. Tom Savini passed up working on Friday the 13th Part 2 because he was like, this doesn't make sense to me. And he liked the burning script so much more. Mm-hmm. Does this movie. I love his gore. He's the gore master. All hail Savini! Yeah. Having said that... Yeah, dude, that looked bad. The neck looked that looked fucking elongated. Bad. It, it just looked bad. It just looked so faint. It was also at a weird angle. Yeah, that's totally. But it, here's the thing: I always try to remember is I'm sitting there watching it on like some nice new smart TV I got a year ago with like just great resolution. Yeah, and I'm just thinking if if you were in a movie theater back then or watching it on TV in mm-hmm. the '90s, it probably didn't look as bad. I actually, not the first time that I watched it, but like yesterday, I just went to like, uh, uh, to YouTube and it was on there. What, the whole movie? Yeah. And, but the fucking resolution was so fu- fucking bad. I watched it. Right. And then I, then it was like on Tubi or something. So yeah. That's I was, what I watched it on too. So I, so I watched it on that and I was like, all right, this looks way better. But then when you see that scene, you're like, Oh Jesus. It looked bad. It looked yeah. bad. It looked bad. It looked bad. I don't care personally, no, no, no. you know, but it does look, it, it's, that's, that's the one gore effect. That's not shrouded in darkness and all that. Like, a, the, like the darkness of night and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Stephen Fisher's, God damn it, you his fucked fingers. my head up with this. It's Fisher, Fisher Stevens, Stevens getting his Bobby fingers Fisher. cut. Yeah, exactly, right? Finding Stephen Fisher. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> got to be named that. Yeah. But but Fisher Stevens, what a dumb first name. Yeah, Fisher. Like, what are you, oh, yumps, did you bring me some fish sticks? No, then uh, fuck no. off then, Fisher. Maybe his dad was a fisherman. I ain't f- and he named his kid Fisher. Mm-hmm. That's like if you named your kid. Then he was just like, that's like if you named your kid. This is my son, construction worker Shadburn. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I was like, this is my child, videographer Benson. Uh, <laughs> concrete inspector Shadburn. <laughs> that Foundation would be, inspector I Shadburn. I hope we don't do that because that's like going back to like the first <laughs> names. Like yeah. 10,000 years ago. People uh, we were like, this is my son, uh, the maker of breads. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Bradley. It's my son, Cobbler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Glazer getting pinned to the tree is my personal favorite kill in this movie. Glazer gets the night gets the the, the, the through, sh- through the neck through the neck, and then there's like a traveling shot as you as you like from the point of view of Cropsey as he's getting carried, just you know with his legs kicking, blood pouring out of his mouth, and then just pinned to a fucking tree. That was so brutal. It like felt the 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 first person shot that they did of Cropsey's point of view on Glazer being fucking neck gutted was so effective for me that was the per my personal favorite kill you know i was upset that the uh that alfred didn't die why i don't like alfred he's he was he was a little creep he he stared too much yeah but remember he's also he, in richmond high yeah i know but he also it's he has a character arc that never happens in slasher movies. He goes from the looked over kid who nobody cares about and everybody treats him like an idiot to he pretty much along with Todd defeats Cropsey. Not like you put it that way, yeah. You know, I'm what did you, you just like over here standing laser that idiot? 
<laughs> you probably were. You're like he's hot. He's hunkier. <laughs> I can see you sitting there in your underwear and your fucking uh, you know TMNT underwear with holes in it, balls hanging out. <laughs> you got one ball poking out, and you're just like squeezing on a teddy bear. And you're like, I think he's cute. <laughs> As much you. of a nerd I am, I don't have like. Uh, you're not into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, I don't have like no, no. What I'm saying is I don't have like graphic. Uh, like printed uh, underwear? No, it's all just you know. Do I? Yeah, I have like nice cute, briefs. I have cute underwear. Mm-hmm. I'm gay. I think like that. You don't. I have underwear when I put on. I'm like this looks nice. This is <laughs> my little booty. <laughs> See, you don't think like that. No, You're just like, this, this covers up my asshole. Yeah, and balls. as long as it covers my <laughs> fucking dick and ass, I'm fine with it. Except no. for like like whitey tidies, I don't do do that. Nobody does anymore. No. What are you talking about? Somebody has to. You, yeah, sure. Yeah, old men. I remember there was this kid in gym that had like the cheap whitey tidies and. You could literally fucking see everything. It was like it was like oh, the really his underwear thin, were made yeah. of like parchment paper or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why? Why the f- gross? Why that was me? Why didn't you tell me? You could have just took me aside. We were friends back then. Oh, I'm sorry. You're telling me now? Yeah. No, man. It was, it was, it was, I still wear those. It was funny. Fuck. I still have the same pair. Shit. <laughs> Fuck, that's what they're laughing about. Shit, I gotta go. Okay. (laughs) Hmm. I'm just kidding. I don't wear that. I probably would, though, man. I'd love if I just wore underwear where you could just see what's happening underneath. (laughs) Just defeats the purpose of underwear. Of underwear, yeah. You know? Uh, Yeah, Glazer getting killed was great. What's your favorite kill? Is it the. I mean, I guess you can count the the raft, man, because it was like like John Wick shit. It really was. Like, he cuts that one girl's, like, fucking head open. Yeah, big gash across her forehead. Yeah, that was sick. That, that was pretty that, good. That looked pretty sick. Um, like literally, like the raft is my favorite. Yeah, sure. I I, I, that's the classic. Yeah. I get that, man. I saw that in the trailers and stuff. I had seen that clip before, and I was like, "There's no way mm-hmm. this movie does that," but it does. Yeah, it do. So, yeah, dude. Pretty goddamn cool. Nobody ever believes, speaking of Alfred, nobody believes Alfred. Yeah. Nobody believes the nerd when he's like, there's a goiter-headed man out there killing everybody. They're like, mm-hmm. shut up, Poindexter. Yeah. You fucking moron. You yeah. fanook. <laughs> yeah, fanook. <laughs> fanook. <laughs> but he was right. Yeah. He was right. He was like, no, I'm serious. There's like, a, there's, I think that Cropsy guy that Todd was telling us about at the campfire scene. Yeah. I think he's back. I think he's real. I'm serious. I, like, I Seriously, just saw him. I, I, he's, you know, like, I see this guy. Oh, yeah. There's a guy with a pimple for a head out there killing everybody. Yeah. Sure, idiot. Right? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I told you so. Because <laughs> it all comes to a head. He's out there killing everybody. And it comes to a head at like a, like an old fort or a factory. What was like a, that? Like a coal mine. Uh, I could see that. Is that or like was? the inside was because like when they went into the mine. But yeah, it looked like an old burned down like stone building, kind of like where like the chimney is like still there. Yeah, and, but like, like but it also but it also had that like there's no roof anymore. So like when when Alfred's running through it, it's like a maze, almost like yeah, like, it's he's like in a Pompeii or some shit. Like yeah, just some old ruins. Yeah, it just looked like old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, which I mean, that was cool. That was cool. Like all that was, yeah, like all that was left was like the walls and like like uh, the foundations and stuff, and that's about it. That's about it, man. Then there's Todd, who uh, I guess helped burn Cropsy up five years earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like a flashback scene where it's like, what do you say, Todd? He's like, let's get him, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and you know, Todd's like the Dudley do right. Yeah. But it turned out, Todd. Well, maybe after had, that. Hold on, I was in the middle of a fucking thing. You did it again. Sorry. You fucking cock. You big, beautiful, white Write a fucking cock. script next time. Can I try it again? Yeah. So then I guess there's like this flashback scene where you find out that Todd, who the whole movie has been Mr. You know, Dudley Do-Right, and it turns out that Dudley had done wrong. Right? Yep. Right? Yep. Wasn't that worth it? Yeah. Wasn't that joke worth it? Mm-hmm. It was really funny. Now you can continue. Well, hey, uh, next time, give me a list of when you're doing a bit. <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Phil. Mike. Okay. We're both in attendance. Okay. <laughs> Let's continue. Present. <laughs> uh, I like how he horribly disfigured the groundskeeper, Todd, five years earlier. Mm-hmm. He set the groundskeeper on fire as a camper, mm-hmm. and then the, the, the camp owners, like five years later, they're like, hey, you want to be head camp counselor? <laughs> it's like he set a man on fire. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he. Uh, uh, I don't think he put that on his resume. <laughs> it's the same camp. I know. No, it's across. You're right. So I guess he was just pretending that he wasn't the kid who. Yeah. Lit. You look. You 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 look a lot. You like look familiar. Who, Do I know you from you, something? Did you burn the drunken janitor? No. 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 That was. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Presbyterian. Yeah. I would never do something shitty. <laughs> Sir, I'm a Christian. <laughs> I've never done anything shitty my whole life. I'm a Christian. We're not known for setting fire to people we don't like out of nowhere. <laughs> Historically, that's not been she our thing. She can add. Let's burn her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Uh, that reveal of Cropsy's face was Phil Lennon. Scary. Yeah. Scary. Like when it's just like a flash, and you just see this. Man, I was just like, "Fuck!" I just like threw my bowl of white cheddar skinny girl popcorn up in the air. Yeah, no! <laughs> I spilled my fucking uh, you know white wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a, but like it's not even from the bottle. You just opened up those like cardboard can like. The, the little, ones. the little, the little single serving it's like ones. Juice boxes <laughs> yeah, for, for drunks. For drunk moms. Yeah. Juice boxes for drunks. It is. No, I know, I know. I used to drink those. Fucking hilarious. When I when I drank a lot. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that was scary. That's a fucked up face. Now Tom Savini apparently didn't even lie. Or is this a factoid? Was I about to go into a factoid? I think you were. Let's pull it back. Okay. <laughs> Glavin. So <laughs> the nerd gets all up in Cropsy's ass. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Cropsy's like, I'm going to set fire to Todd. You fucking dick. You melted me, idiot. Yeah. Right? And and uh, Alfred's like, he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, just stabs him in the back mm-hmm. with his yeah. shears. Yeah. Hoisted by his own petard. <laughs> Captain Petard. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> he got Phil. And he's just got that in his bag. 
and then he just I, for the other thing that was really funny about this ending was Jason Alexander he plays a pretty outsized role for most of this movie mm. and then I don't know he just wound up huddling with the fucking girls right yeah they just like you know it's like yeah guys it sucks that like you know fucking pussy bunch dude. of people die fucking pussy dude you know what I would have done dude you know what I would have done seen. you know, you whoa, know whoa, what, whoa, 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 you know what I would fucking do man if I was fucking here man I wouldn't take no shit from some melted murderer, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm fucking tough like that. I would have taken care of Cropsy in two fucking seconds, bro. Okay. okay? You know what I would have done, dude, if I was there? I would have had fucking babies with Cropsy, bro. Okay, bro. Right, I'd show him some joy and some stability in his life, man. I'd make a nice home for him and shit. Right? Yeah. Take him I, for nice walks around the neighborhood when he's had a stressful day just to unwind and shit. All right, I get it. I would have helped him launch his tech startup you, that he's been going on about for fucking years. Okay. Right? Blowjobs on his birthday, man. I, would, I wouldn't have taken <laughs> that shit, man. Not me, man. I would have handled Cropsy. <laughs> Those guys? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But to a heightened degree, Phil, this is a bit. And if you can join me in it, that's nice. But if you just can't find a way, then like we can I've move on. Like I said before. You make a list. I don't know when this, bits are coming. They, when they pop up. Bit come. <clears throat> Did you have something you wanted to say? You just look like... Uh, <laughs> do you remember like... It was after the scene with the killing uh, of the hooker. It was when they were playing like softball or whatever. When the, it mm, goes to yeah. to the, the camp, and Jason Alexander and Eddie are like, "Ah, oh, look at that ass!" And it's like there was no ass there. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. No, there was that person had a had buttocks. I know that they got you know. <laughs> there it was, was just, actually just, it was just like flat as a goddamn board. <laughs> But like, in, I guess That's like in 1981. In this, yeah, man, 1981. That was the year of the flat as a board buttocks. <laughs> that, seriously, that was the that was the uh, person of yeah, the year for no, Time it, Magazine. It, it really yeah. was. <laughs> was that pair of of, uh, of uh, you know more to be desired buttocks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, flat buttocks, person of the year. I, I have that copy framed. <laughs> <laughs> flat buttocks magazine. Oh man, uh, truth be told. To get to this, mm-hmm. I do think Cropsy's like the good guy in this. Yeah, I mean, he was horribly burned by shithead teens. He's fucked over by the healthcare system. Not enough skin grafts or whatever. Yeah, grafts, they just they just said, yeah. I don't know, we don't know what to do with you. Bye. Here's yeah. the streets. Yeah, be homeless now. So yeah, Cropsy's. He's got a fucking axe to grind. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a good guy. Well, he's a good guy. No, no, no. I'm saying it's kind of like when you, it's, you remember like if you look back at the Karate Kid, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, well, Sweep the Leg Johnny has a lot of fucking reasons to be upset with Daniel. Yeah. Right? He shows up in town, starts trying to fuck his girlfriend. Yeah, trying to like, you know, yeah, yeah. He's trying to cuck out Johnny. Yeah, exactly. Like, it makes sense. He has a reason. Well, the new series or whatever, like, Johnny's like the main, technically like the main good guy. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I, know. I, I, I haven't watched it, and Me I neither. love the Karate Kid. But. Yeah, man. Me too. I know. I know. Okay. You talking to Mr. No. <laughs> Not my father, doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Pane. And that's it, which means that, Phil, I think it's time for... Factoids. Factoids from beyond the grave. 
I remembered. You did. Thank you. Because I wrote. There's down, not a lot, but you know. Hey, man. Then let's 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 you know. Remember the first Thanksgiving, there wasn't a lot, you know, but they ate. Boy, howdy, did they eat? And so shall we. We shall dine on facts. Okay. First one. Savini wasn't too happy with his cropsy face makeup. He was only given three days to work on it. They only gave him three days? Yeah. Not with an expert like Savini. You know, I thought it was fine because you don't see it hardly much. No. Like you see it for two seconds Maybe at the end. twice? Yeah, because you see it when there's that flash of him. Yeah. You see him kind of moving in the shadows, mm-hmm. and then you see it when he gets the uh, the axe through the face. Yeah. Well, also when he's walking with the flamethrower. So, yeah, but you see flashes of it is what yeah, I mean yeah, by yeah, that. Yeah, 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 you just get like a glimpse. Uh, the shot of Cropsy's legs kicking wildly uh, when he's on fire is actually Tom Savini. Really? Yeah. I could so see he that. did like a stuntman thing. That's too. cool. That man, Tom Savini's a beast. We gotta get him on the show. Uh, you never know. Yeah. Hey, audience, reach out. Let Tom Savini know. Tell him to come in to the yes. Slasher Movie Podcast S- Now Family Ranch. S- you can start a GoFundMe for us to pay Savini, and then like we'll not get Savini on, and so then just use the money for beer. Fuck yeah, dude. He's like, yeah, we're gonna start a Go Fuck Yourself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. Give me money. Yeah, wait, yeah. wait, wait, what? That's, well, I've seen a, a lot. I've seen a lot of GoFundMe's that weren't that dissimilar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want a new thing. Yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> you go get your own new kid, you poor own, person. Oh, uh, well, not <laughs> I'm kidding. That, Jesus. <laughs> Quit leeching off my system. Yeah. God. The system that fucks you in the ass. Yeah, no shit. And then you have to start a GoFundMe to get like new so organs. <laughs> fucking, so you don't die. <laughs> I know, it's fucking shit, dude. Anyways, go on. Go on, burning. Uh, the burning launch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The burning launched the careers of the Weinsteins. Thanks, the burning. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, it's the film debuts of Jason Alexander, Fisher Stevens, and Holly Hunter. I said that at the outset of this episode. Well, every... Pr- I- <laughs> okay, you like this one. This is the last one. Okay. Oh, that's the last one. Here we go. Leonard Malton gave the film one out of four stars, calling it an awful Friday the 13th ripoff. You know, we started off this podcast way back uh, late last summer to, uh, to you, you, we were going after Roger Ebert. And and now the past couple episodes, Leonard Malton popped up his head and he's like, he's like I'll be your huckleberry. <laughs> I got some shitty things to say. I remember Leonard Malton uh, had a, sh- like a small little show on stars where he just reviewed the stars movies and he's like five out of five and i'm like no oh, it's not for every one just of them paying you, you fucking asshole <laughs> yeah it was like yeah spartacus was- is the greatest show ever <laughs> so i have one more uh this is uh was going to be a talking point but we didn't get to it uh but i'll do it as a fact because uh-huh. it fucking happened 100% sure. Okay. Uh, right. So the Harvey Weinstein sexual <sighs> abuse allegation from the pro- when they were right. in production of The Burning, uh, production assistant Paula, ah, oh, man, uh, Wachowiak, Wachowiak. Okay, I don't know. 
Uh, she was 24 years old at the time. She was tasked with getting Weinstein to sign checks for an auditor <sighs> working for the production's accounting department. Right. Well, she arrived at this hotel room to have him sign the checks. <sighs> he answered the door wearing only a towel that then he then dropped and asked her to massage him. She refused, and Weinstein would harass her about the incident through the rest of production. Jesus fucking Christ. This yeah. This fucking cretin. Fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, now he's in jail. You know, mm-hmm. that guy sucks. It Fuck sucks. Him. It sucks that we had to talk about him. Also, yeah. Well, he, he was he part of the fucking, fucking movie. This started his career. Yeah, him and Bobby, Bobby Weinstein. Which I don't know what he did. He says he didn't do anything. Yeah, but that it doesn't matter. He kept it fucking he, quiet for his brother. I was gonna say he tries to play like the good guys. Like, yeah, my brother's a piece of shit. And it's like you. Kept a blind eye. Yeah, on purpose. You knew what Fuck he was you. doing. You You're just as fucking bad. Exactly. Just in a different way, right? Yeah. He's the fucking thing that kept it going. Fuck them, pieces of shit. You know. You know what's not a piece of shit? What? This movie. This movie. Yeah. All right. Fuck them. Divorce them. This is like thriller. Yeah. You gotta be like. It's two I, I weeks like in thriller, a row. But, <laughs> but homie sucks. But I love yeah. I love Hannah and her sisters and Woody Allen. I don't know. You know what I mean? You just gotta cut the artist out. Uh, so what do we give this? What do you give it? What are you giving it? I'm gonna give it five Pamela Voorhees. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. And five Candymans. Nice for a total of nine. Ding 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 ding. I give the burning some aloe vera, lol. You get that? Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe that's all he needed. Maybe, maybe. Could you imagine if the doctor was like, we had this big green goo bottle for weeks. I didn't yeah. know what it was. It's aloe vera. <laughs> that would have solved this. Wow. <laughs> Could have saved these kids. Yeah. It's like, just shut, shut up about us. <laughs> shut up, Ryan. Just kick <laughs> him out. He's poor. Yeah. All right. So that's it. That's it. <laughs> okay, then. Well, remember, if you have a movie you would like for us to cover, email us at slasherpod at gmail.com and let us know. If we pick the movie, you'll get a shout out, just like Adam in Los Angeles. Adam, great pick, by the way. I didn't, Thanks, Adam. I Seriously, I, I, I don't think about this movie because I forgot about it. So I'm sure there are plenty of movies you and I don't know about or we forgot about. We have plenty more to go. Send us in. We'll do them. Also, if you rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to us on, not just Apple. We've always asked for Apple. We're changing it up. If you rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to us on, you get a free Slasher Movie Podcast Now coffee mug. How fucking cool is that? Just take a screenshot of the review and email it to us. Again, at slasherpod at gmail.com. Include your address. Include your address, and we'll ship it right out to you. <laughs> Next week is sequel week because we're doing Scream Two. Doing Scream Two, Phil. Are you excited? Yeah, Scream Two, Electric Boogaloo. It, it's not. Oh, yeah. Dang it. It's Scream Two, uh, Lost in New York. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and until next week. Keep on slashing. A Bad Ego Production.